Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who have a new appreciation for the band Smash Mouth. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm gonna fuck my way through this one, you know it. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate (laughs) to the point that you would dive into the dumpster. For the things that you love. All right. <laughs> so we're starting it. Happy Friday. Fucking hell. Uh, about 30 seconds before I hit record, I was finishing a milkshake and Kelsey was blowing her nose, so <laughs> you're lucky that we made it. Because <laughs> it's entirely possible how to hit record, that's how we would have started. Yeah. Just a big old ear mess. Because we don't edit. No. Not at all. We used to care, now we don't. No. No. Um, so, uh, Yeah. Smash Mouth. <laughs> you brought it up, I, so you go right ahead, pal. It is mostly, what is the deal with Mark Shifley's hair? <laughs> oh my god. Um, And like both ends, what's happening? Bro? I know, he's got really nice eyes. I've had this conversation with other people before. Yeah, that's cute. Um, Josh Morrison. 16 block shots, he's like Chris Russell of the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> um... So, just today, like, just earlier this <laughs> afternoon, it's Friday, P.S. Happy Friday. Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We're a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an article that was published that says that, uh, apparently, I don't know, well, I, you read me a quote, DJ Khaled does not go down on his wife, but expects him, or her, to do that to him. Welcome to our sports adjacent podcast. Yeah, it's, well, it's, there's a Jamie Ben joke in there somewhere, so sports. <laughs> Is uh, Jamie Ben adjacent? Um, and so, you know, obviously there's a double standard, but on Twitter it's just been really funny because the, the fucking dictionary dumped on DJ Khaled. Did like, they? Yeah, it was good. I'll find it. Anyway. Yeah, you better find it. So there was this tweet, and then whatever, and then the band Smash Mouth, they retweeted it, and they're like, a king who doesn't is no king at all. And then Sarah Spain, who we love, was like, nah, I guess we found out where they got their name from. And Unbelievable. I was like, yeah, that sounds excellent. I can't believe I missed that today. It was it was not that long ago. Like Really? It, yeah, it was like, de- I feel like it was definitely an after school thing that I saw it. Um, so when I was in line for curly fries and matzo sticks? They were delicious. <laughs> That's yes. what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so this this tweet came out from from this, oh, I guess it was this morning. So this tweet came out from this, like, place called The Root this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I missed it because I didn't make the rounds until um, later. Like, Richard Marks? Like Richard Marks, who sings right here waiting. Richard Marks, even dunked on, on uh, DJ Khaled. He was like, he's missing out, and I bet some other guy isn't. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was good. Whoa. It was a, it was a nice, nice, lighthearted way to end the week. What a just wow. Yeah, what a day. What a time to be alive. Like, why is that even? In a radio interview. Like, I... Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Ooh. And just to say that with such conviction. I know. And know that everyone is gonna know that you suck. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, just... Or that you just don't care. Oh, you know, that you what? don't particularly... 
Anyway, that's how that's how my week my work week ended. <laughs> was reading about that. Congratulations. Started differently, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Started with PD day, so yeah, it was fine. Mm. Um, I feel like my PD day was probably better than yours. Yeah. Um, we uh, I did we we had to film this video for our grads. Um, that was part of the the deal. Like a like a lip sync video thing, and I was like, yeah, I'm not getting on camera. So I just may or may not have been the director of our little department segments. Perfect. And we put the English and the social departments together because nobody really wanted to do it. Yeah. So we, uh, <clears throat> we have a dart league. This is relevant. We have a mm -hmm. dart league, a lunchtime dart league at school. Um, and by school, I mean work. And I mean, it's nowhere dangerous at all. No one's ever been hit by a dart. Um, yet. Yet. True story, no one's been hit. Um, but everybody has entrance music. It's kind of like the WWE in that oh way. Oh my like god, what is yours? I'm, I don't play. I'm the commish. It's all part oh. of... And it, and it bugs some of them that I don't play. They're like, come on, you have to play. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm good. It's not that I can't. It's not that I don't want to. It's just way more fun for me to, like... To control, yeah. To be the boss and change the rules, uh, as I see fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like the NHL where I'm like, oh, well, I, need, I need a tiebreaker. How are we going to do this? <laughs> Uh, goals against and the match against each other doesn't count. Like, I don't, anyway. Um, so, we we have this dart league and we play Tuesdays and Thursdays and there are 12 people in it. Mm -hmm. And then me as the commish. We all have, well, they have entrance music. Um, and one of the guys, his is Bobby Roode's theme song from WWE. Mm -hmm. Glorious Domination. It's great. So, for our little segment of this video, we had, uh, people walking across the stage graduating and then as like a couple you know they're high-fiving the principal and and then I hit play on the music and all of a sudden you hear the piano for this for Bobby Roode's theme and one of the other teachers comes out through the curtains on the stage and he has his hands up and whatever and someone tosses him a cowboy hat it was great it was amazing oh my god and then we did like 20 seconds of, uh, of a clip from a Post Malone song which is probably the only 20 seconds that are appropriate for like a family friendly show yeah and it's just something about graduation and congratulations and something I don't know anyway in like one song and so they just did some dancing and we had to like I had to like club lighting in the theater and I didn't have to be on the camera they're like they're like hey Megan do you want to be in and I was like I do not someone needs to press play and that Perfect. someone's gonna be me. Perfect. Yeah. And then we had to film a thing for all of the students, all of the staff were supposed to be in this thing, and it was like, they're sending it to Bye 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 by NSYNC, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna stand behind these people and not be in the video. And I wasn't. Good. So. Mission accomplished. So it was like half my PD day. And then the other half, uh, we did some other stuff, which uh, wasn't really all that memorable. Mm. But it didn't suck, and I didn't have to drive all the way to the casino. I didn't either. Someone else drove me. Oh, nice. Carl. A hero. He is a hero. It's true. He is a hero. Um, He'll never listen to this. No. We talk. We can say nice things about him. Or mean things. And he'll never know. Would you, how could you say anything oh, mean about he's him? He's just too nice. He's the nicest person. <laughs> he's too helpful. <laughs> His puns are bad. Oh, That's actually true. He has, he's, he, I mean, I know he's got kids and stuff, but he's probably been telling dad jokes since he was oh, 12. Oh, 100%. Like, he 100%. hit junior high, and yeah. all of a sudden he was. I just turned it up. Yeah, bad dad jokes. Um, so, uh, you got anything new going on? Nope, we're officially out of steam, Megan. This we're is what not, happens when no. we don't have a plan. Well, I, I don't know. I, we have, like, questions that we can address later, or whatever. Um, 
I can't stop thinking about Avengers, though. I know. Spoilers for a little bit, because I want to talk about a theory that I have. Okay, hit me with your theory. Okay, so... Because <clears throat> I want to open up that link you sent me of, would you die? Oh, okay. Because I haven't done that yet. Um, so, I was talking to somebody at work about this, and we decided that perhaps during our flex time on Thursday, maybe we'll have, like, an Avengers debrief with any kids that want to, like, talk about it. Um, <clears throat> oh, you were slain? Oh, I was slain. Jess and I were not. God damn it. Okay. So here, we, so th- at work we were talking about this and uh, and what was happening prior to um, Tony and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. going to Titan, mm-hmm. and this coworker of mine thinks that maybe possibly Doctor Strange opened up a time loop because he was doing his thing. But we don't see it, right? But. That's just lazy writing. Is it though? Yes. What if what if it's like Kill Bill, which is not the movie that I would like want to model things after, um, but like Volume One and Two, where <clears throat> things that happen out of order, were you know what I mean? Like they f- did the whole thing and just like spliced it up and cut it and made two films. So out what of it? would be happening out of well, order? I don't know. But what if this is just a theory? But what think. if what if Doctor Strange opened up a time loop so everything that happened is happening inside that loop? But things are existing so, outside. when thinking about Doctor Strange, that's the only thing he knows how to do. Because that's what he did in his movie. Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah, because that, and that's kind of why... What was that thing? Dormammu. Name? Dormammu. Which is a really dumb name. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a um, dumb name. It is a dumb name. Um, but we were just sort of, you know, kind of back and forth about maybe, is it possible yeah. that that's happened... And, and that's because he sits there on Titan and he like does his yeah. weird meditation thing and discovers that there's one iteration of all of this in which mm-hmm. you know and it work. just happens to be a thing he's done before yes but I'm also so just curious if maybe that's the case yeah I don't buy it no? no but I just can't stop thinking about how goddamn good that movie I know. Was. I have a question. I was thinking about this on the way here. Because being the narcissist I am, I was listening to our previous episode before. <laughs> so my question is, because he snaps his fingers. Yeah. And half of the universe dissolves. Yeah. I'm trying to phrase this in a way that isn't dumb. Which for me is difficult <laughs> Like six o'clock on a Friday. This could be <laughs> real good or real bad. Guys. Um, did the snapping of the fingers will that have erased their whole existence from memory? I don't think so. Or it's just as if they died. It's just as if they died. Okay. Well, then why would he need all those time stones? Time stones. Infinity, Infinity stones. stones. The time stone gotcha. is one of them. <laughs> because I think possessing them allows him to be in control of that Fate? whole process. Yes. Okay. Whereas I think if he only has... Because whatever... Because you remember in Guardians, in the first one, mm-hmm. that when Quill holds the, the power stone, yeah. he can only do it without getting ripped apart because he's like half... Immortal Planet. or <laughs> apparently God, whatever. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, that was so right. dumb. Right, and he um, has to share it as well. But even then, it's too much for him. 
Like, mm-hmm. he can hold it without it ripping him apart, but he only, can't use he can't it use or... it, and so he has to, like, you know, and so, so I think the idea is that with these stones, that if you have them, they possess all of this power, like, the time stone on its own isn't dangerous, but I think, so you have, what, the power stone, the mind stone, the reality stone, soul the space stone, stone which mm-hmm. is the tesseract, the soul stone, and the time stone, mm-hmm. and so I think that having all six of those, I think is what gives him that power. So whatever it is in their construction or whatever, the six of them together Mm -hmm. form some kind of metaphysical something or another. Right. And so he can't do the thing if he doesn't have... Those. All of them. Which is why Quill was supposed to... Kill her. Kill Gamora, so that... Yep, and he fucked her up. So, like, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, dead dead. Yep. Unless they can use the time stone to bring her back. But again, as, as we said last week, <laughs> that would be cheap. Yes and no. If It might be that... It might Because I've been thinking about this, too. Maybe whatever has to happen in order for them to defeat him involves having to go back and, like, do something differently to... Pre- you know yeah. what I mean? And, and so I, it perhaps <laughs> it, it could, and I don't know the answer. Maybe it will involve going back far enough that she doesn't get sacrificed. Mm. It's just all very convoluted. Mm -hmm. But also, at the same time, incredibly simple. Yeah. It's six rocks and, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Six rocks and the snap of a finger and done. Oh, hey now. He's a rock star. Smash Mouth. Yeah, so anyway, that was, uh, that, and that was a conversation that, that we had at work, is that perhaps maybe Doctor Strange did open up a time loop. And that's why, like, him giving up the stone as easily, ultimately, as he did. Um, but then how can they possibly I don't know. alter things? I don't know. There has to be a way, because he's, they won one of those iterations, which obviously is the one that we're going to see. Yeah. So, there has to be a way. There does. Um, I'd like to go see it again. I think not in three D, mm-hmm. and watch the just watch it with the in the two D. And I'm also that. curious if that solves some of like the visual cues. Although I I think I'd have to leave, and go to the bathroom when Peter Dinklage is on screen because I don't <laughs> fucking think I can handle it again. But now you know it's there, so you can yeah avoid him. If yeah, you want to. that's true. Um, I just kept thinking about Rocket. I don't know why. Like, of all the things that stuck uh-huh. out for me in that movie, I'm just like, what's going on with Rocket? I don't know. Well, he's lost everything. Yeah. Like, so Jess saw it last last night. Yeah. <laughs> she texted me 32 times. Lots of yelling. All caps. It was so So many great. spelling mistakes. It was so great. Uh, it was really funny. I was expecting it. I did not predict the correct text for what it was going to be. No. But that's okay. What I got was way better than what I expected. Um, and she, we had a quite a long conversation about her afterwards after she'd like stopped yelling. Um, <laughs> it takes a while to stop it does. yelling. It really does. No, but we had, we had quite a long conversation about it afterwards, and and you know I was thinking then about how who was left behind, mm-hmm. and like I don't know what happened say in the rest of Wakanda, but like you can make the assumption that like Okoye has lost everything. Yeah. And sure Thor has. has lost everything. Yeah. 
and Cap has lost everything. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever tethers he had to his old life, Bucky was the only thing that remained, obviously, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So he's lost everything. Um, <gasps> is what's her name 19? Is she gone? Isn't her name, like, Agent 19? The blonde chick. Sharon? Emily Van Camp. Yeah. Sharon Carter? I don't know. <gasps> I don't know. You know? But that's what I was thinking, is, like, are all of the people... Tony maybe has lost everything? Mm-hmm. Are all of the people who are left behind, are they... Like, do we even know that Hawkeye and Ant-Man <clears throat> I are think alive? We don't. I feel like we can make the assumption, however, that they are going to be um, in the next one. Um, I feel like, I feel like they'll be in the next one. Yeah, we checked on the IMDb and they were. Yeah. Last time. Um, Amanda just sent me a bunch of questions. Oh, did she? Yeah, she, she's on drugs because she's having surgery or yeah. had surgery or something. I think she had it. And so she's... Yeah, so she sent me a bunch of questions that she, I think she wrote down before she was on drugs. <laughs> Good. Because she said, she was like, you know, my drug, my drug questions. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Like, I, I, I think we have to assume that they're going to be in it. And my, my guess for the Ant-Man and the Wasp for, like, the burner scene after the credits is that uh, Ant-Man's going to be doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then his daughter's going to disappear. Or, you know, somebody that he's with and he's going to see wasp. it. Yeah. Or Wasp. Or Wasp. Or whatever, Michael Douglas. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Somebody's yeah, yeah. that he's like, and he sees it happen and then he realizes, like, oh shit. Or he's one of those people who does dissolve and they're in the soul stone yes. world. Yes. Either and then or. That's where they are. I'm trying to. Picture... And I feel like Hawkeye will be the same way. That yeah. he'll realize that, like, shit's gone down. One of his kids or something, because he's on house arrest with his family, right? Mm. Like, and then he'll. He'll break his. He'll break his parole, ultimately, to, like... And retirement, again. Yes, again. For, like, good reason. But also, like, what are you gonna bring to the table, Hawkeye? Nothing. I don't like it. You don't like Hawkeye. He's just... He's so boring. So boring. You've got people like Tor. T-H-O-R. Tor. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of Hawkeye? I don't know, but Aaron Judge just hit a home run. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know. Anyway, so no, I've been just thinking about because lots of my lots of my kids have gone to see it too. So like, I went on we went on Friday, but then like I know some kids went on the weekend. Yeah. Then we had PD day, so there were kids like went to see it on Monday, and so I put an embargo on spoilers in my classroom. I still haven't talked to any of my kids about it. Um, and there's kids who have seen it, and we've talked about it like in code, and they all have like different theories about how it's gonna end, mm-hmm. which is great, and I think that's super cool. Um, but the general consensus, and I feel like those of you who have seen it, um, can agree with this, is that the ending of this movie was shocking. It was quiet. It was very... It was very quiet. But it was just, like, it was stunning. Because you were just like, holy fuck. And it kept going. And going. And that just happened. Um, I think the best part that's come out of that movie is that, um... The memes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. The one that I think, oh. well, there's one that, like, super crossed the line was, like, the World Trade Center, like, one of the towers, and it's like, that super crosses the line. Do um, you want dissolving? Yeah. Oh, boy. But, like, some of them are, are pretty funny. Um, I was listening to Puck Soup on the way home from work today, and they made, like, they, they said they're gonna spoil it, like, at the very end of the show, so okay. you can give people lots of warning. But one of the, one of the things that, that was supposed to be said is something about, like, 
Um, so they both saw it. Yeah, they both saw it. And how, he said something about, about you know, like he would say, Mr. Lozo, I don't feel so well. Um, you know, and then they just kind of laughed about it and carried on. And, like, if you haven't seen it, you're like, I don't get it at all. That's heartbreaking, though. It's so fucking heartbreaking. Like, it's incredibly... Oh, <laughs> did you see that stick stuck in his skate? Yeah. That was amazing. Um, it's... Oh, yeah. Peter. I know. I know. It's just... It really hurts me, not only because Peter's so great, but it's like... Peter's the age of our students. I know. He's just a child. He was that, on a field trip. That fucks me up. And if he had just fucking listened to Tony, he at least would have ended up, like, on Titan. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean his fate would have been any different, but no. he wouldn't have, like, you know. He could have, like. Been with Aunt May. Yeah. Or something. Anyway. Um. It's just, it's just something. It's something. It really is. Um. I want to hear what you hate about Riverdale. Because <laughs> I know it's a lot. Uh. Well, this season's just so bad. The middle chunk of the season. Do you remember way in October I was telling you about the Black Hood? Yes. That was, like, terrorizing. And it sounded actually kind of interesting. Yeah, because he was, like, contacting Betty and making her do things or else he would harm her family, what a what a. And then in the middle chunk of, I was going to say the film, the season, Archie is essentially, like, a goon for the Lodge's mob. Mm Mm-hmm. And they are planning to... Archie's smart enough to be a goon for the mob. No, Archie's so fucking dumb. <laughs> He's so dumb. And then they're, like, against Archie's dad, and now Hermione is running for mayor against Archie's dad. Like, there's so much conflict, and Archie is just committed to being on the Lodge's side. Like, just because Veronica has sex with you, you need to reevaluate your priorities here, pal is brutal and it's been so boring and I don't care until oh oh so two episodes some ago shit happened that you actually liked two episodes All ago right. they brought back the black hood even though he was supposed to be dead by killing Midge and displaying her body oh in the opening performance of Carrie the Musical what <laughs> that's fucking nuts <laughs> And it was so... I hated that episode because I cannot stand singing in movies or films. And I swear I've said this before on this stupid podcast that we do. Because I just have too strong secondhand embarrassment. Like, I... Yeah. I hate it. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for myself for watching. So what I do on Netflix when it happens on this dumb show is I press the fast forward once. But it keeps the captions... Oh, okay, so you can but just But it takes it. away the audio. Oh, look at you. So I ended up watching that 42-minute episode in 22 minutes. <laughs> That's real smart. I know. But. Proud of you. They had a sort of possible reveal of the Black Hood as Betty's dad. Yeah. And I fucking knew it. And, and yeah, I remember, I remember, yeah, you called it for sure, for sure. But there was an episode yesterday that apparently was bonkers, and I'm going to watch tonight with my friend Alyssa. But I'm behind. But they got back to what matters. Killing children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, then. That's, uh... Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. All right. Um, I read, uh, I got a book from my student teacher. She gave me a book called Nantucket Sisters, and it was fucking great. It's real bad. But I loved it. It's your jam. 
100% my jam. Would you like me to tell you about it? Please do. It would make a really great Lifetime movie, so I'm just waiting. Ooh, um, is see, it about sisters from Nantucket? They're not sisters. They're <gasps> best friends who are sisters, who, like, call themselves sisters. Oh. So the one girl, Emily. <gasps> Wait, can I say what I, my prediction? Yes. They think they're best friends. No. Oh. No. You're wrong. But actually they're separated at birth? No. Damn it! No. The one girl, Emily, she's, like, a, only a summer resident of Nantucket, but she lives in New York City with her very wealthy parents. And Maggie lives on the island full time, and her mom is not well off. Mm, fucking um, peon. And has uh, Maggie has an older brother who's like two or three years older. I don't know. Love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. You that. Yeah, you know where it's going. So of course, Emily, so. So of, co- <laughs> <laughs> so of course, Emily has a crush on Maggie's brother mm-hmm. because of course she does. Um, and Maggie thinks her brother's just so annoying because of course she does. So, the book starts when they're, like, ten, and it's, you know, kind of goes through this summer, whatever. Um, and Emily's family is more than okay with their daughter hanging out with Maggie until she gets to be, like, 15 or so, and then Maggie's, like, kind of trash mm-hmm. as as things go. Um, but <clears throat> Emily's still in love with Maggie's brother, Ben, and every summer when she goes back, she's always very excited to see him and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And also to, like, spend time with Maggie, but as they get older... Maggie's got, like, a job, and she babysits and all this kind of stuff, so they don't have as much time together, and then so Emily starts spending more time with Ben, and then they end up falling in love, and they sleep together, and there's this thing, and Maggie thinks it's great. She's like, she's like, we'll be sisters for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Emily, like, goes off to college, and Ben goes off to, he's off in college, and Maggie goes to school as well, and they come back in the summertime to kind of, like, reconnect, and, um, after Emily graduates, or is in her senior year, She's got an opportunity to do some, like, grad studies work in some kind of ecological research or something or another. And Ben, like, wants her to come back to the island so they could get married. So they ultimately end up, like, breaking up. Hmm. Which is sad. Because it was sad. And, like, he's 24 and she's 22 and they're just dumb. And, like, <laughs> as, as happens, I guess. Um, but while she's sort of in this limbo with Ben, because he's been kind of pulling away before they actually break up, she, like, meets this rich dude... Mm-hmm. And she ends up sleeping with him, mm-hmm. and she gets pregnant. <gasps> but the baby's actually Ben's because what? they were still sleeping together. Anyway, so she gets. How pregnant. do they know? Well, it's because okay. dark hair, blonde hair is a whole big thing. It's very obvious when the child is. Oh, she has the baby. She does have the baby. Ooh. So this she gets is a very pro-life. Nantucket. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she gets married to this other dude, this rich dude. His name is Cameron Chadwick. Oh, <laughs> just, yes, it is. <laughs> he just sounds like such a dick. Anyway, just the name. I read on. I read it on the back of the book, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking hate this guy, and I did. <laughs> um. Any. So they. So they get married, and I can't remember how long they're married. But he ends up like dying in a car accident or a plane crash. Plane crash. Plane crash. Um. He's like a Wall Street investment broker. I don't fucking... It doesn't matter. He's just a one-dimensional character. She's not happy in her marriage. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but while this is happening this summer that Emily meets Cameron and breaks up with Ben and all of these things, Maggie also meets Cameron mm. and sleeps with him mm. and gets pregnant. Oh my god! I need to read this book! I'll give it to you before you go tonight. Holy shit! <laughs> and, uh, it's great. 
so, this has to be a lifetime movie. So Maggie also has the baby. She keeps the baby. But she, it's also Ben's. No, it is not <laughs> also Ben's. So she she keeps this baby. Um, and her and Emily like kind of drifted a little bit because of things and circumstances and whatever. And uh, I don't know if at the beginning Maggie didn't say who she had slept with. And just like, you know, just some like rich summer resident is what she said. Mm. Just kind of left it alone. And then, and then Emily goes back to wherever it was she was in college. And then, you know, I don't know if she emails or phones or something to Maggie. And she says like she's getting married and tells to who. And then, of course, Maggie's like, holy fuck. Still doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everything's happy at the end. And then Ben asks um, Emily if she'll marry him at the end of all of the things once he's like 30. And has his life a little bit more figured out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, will become, like, the actual father to his actual child. It was fucking great. I loved every What was the episode. gender of the children? Uh, I think they were both girls. So they're sisters. Or not. Cousins. But they think they are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's quite the trip. It was, like, it's not a long book. It's, like, I don't know, 350 pages maybe. And I read it, like, Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> like went to bed early. How could you put that down? I couldn't. That's drama llama. And I, I went to bed, um, I don't know, probably about eleven o'clock maybe. I was like, I'm gonna read this book tonight. And I went to bed at like one thirty maybe. Mm, yeah. And I couldn't. I was like, I was gonna put it down and then I was like, Nope, I'm sure not. <laughs> and I carried and it was wonderful. I loved everything about it. Wow. It was bad. Uh-huh. Ten out of ten would read again. <laughs> <laughs> like no questions asked. Even though you know all the twists oh yeah and turns. oh for sure. And I would read other stuff by her too. I, I I would assume that they're all just as bad and also wonderful. Oh sweet. Because she also lives on Nantucket. Oh, of course. So, Are they all set in Nantucket? Yeah. There's just something about that, like, and I really and everything I've ever read. I it's really, very idealistic. Yeah. Oh, I, it it is unless you're like a full time resident. Of course. Because. Because it's your home all the time. It's your home all the time, and you see, like, you know, how in the winter it's so shitty, and the weather's bad, and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the aftermath of the summer hurricanes. Like, there's all the other stuff that, like, the summer residents don't see. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really like how in all these books there's always this, like, class difference. Oh, yeah. Between, like, the full-time residents and the people who are, like, the full-time hotel employees and stuff versus, like, the rich people with the summer homes. The people who are there to exploit them. Yes. Oh, God, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But yeah, I would 100% read. Um, I would read that book again, and I would also read more of her books. It was super fun. Who was it? Uh, her name's Nancy Thayer. Nancy Thayer? Yeah. Sounds like she's from Nantucket. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. And it was funny, because one day, after school, my student teacher and I, when she first started, like, in the first couple weeks, we were talking about books and stuff, and stuff that we loved and she I can't remember what she said that she liked and she was kind of embarrassed by it and I was like let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you my absolute guiltiest book pleasure and I and then that was her like thank you gift oh that's so sweet along with a Starbucks gift card mm-hmm. and a homemade card with Taylor Hall's face on it ah <gasps> oh, she knows you so well she does and I was like well that's perfect she's like I'm not crafty she's like so I wasn't, she's like I wasn't gonna make you a nice card she's like but I thought you might appreciate this I'm like I yeah so I hung it up on my whiteboard. Of course. There's heart stickers on it. Lovely. It's good. But yeah, that was my, uh, that was my, the one novel that I read this week. It was great. That's amazing. I loved it I'm a lot. I'm so jealous. You That's a wild it. ride. It was a, re- it was. <laughs> you're flipping pages. Yeah. And you're like, first of all, 
Cameron Chadwick. Yeah. Really. And he doesn't show up until, like, halfway through, because it starts when they're kids, right? So yeah. he doesn't show up until, like, almost halfway through the book. And then it's almost like a Shakespeare play in, like, the, the speed of the plot. Just once flies. he comes on. Yeah, it's like, he shows up kind of like when um, Macbeth hires the murderers. If we were to kind of, like, plot yeah, them yeah, out yeah, together, yeah. and then everything just sort of, like... Actually. Yeah. It just unravels <laughs> from there. Interesting. And then Banquo's ghost is, like, Maggie finding out that she's pregnant. Damn. You know, which was... was Two like, scenes oh, later. Fuck. Yeah, it was good. It was... I super, super enjoyed it. I love it. Um, yeah. Nantucket Sisters. Nantucket Sisters. Wow. You betcha. Which, like... I understand is a very strange thing for me to like. Because, like, it doesn't... If I were to say that to someone who I just met, it might be different. But once people get to know mm-hmm. me, they're like, what? Yeah. That's a thing that you enjoy. I'm like, yeah, that and bad Christmas movies. Because everything... At the end of all of these books, I've never read one of these books where something doesn't end up happy. Like, it's always a happy ending. The characters always get... What, and that's okay. that's yeah. part yeah, of what yeah. and that's it's like the Christmas movies too. That's fair. They always learn like the true meaning of Christmas and you know get home in time or you know whatever whatever the fuck it is it doesn't matter but there's always that like you know get home in time for yeah but there's always that like that that holiday sort of spirit and it's the same with these books it's just happy at the end and I like it. That's true because lots of the stuff that I read is not. I know and that's a lot okay. of the stuff that we teach is not happy. Oh God no. Which is one of the reasons I'm teaching Shawshank Redemption right now, mm-hmm. like the the Rita Hayworth Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. So I'm doing the novella and I'm doing the film, and I fucking love mm-hmm. love it. It's a big tone difference from other texts. Yeah, because there is that hope. Yeah, it gets real dark, for it sure. Gets real fucking dark, but there is that hope at the end, and like in the film, that the like the only real swath of color is like the ending scene is like when they're mm-hmm. not in prison anymore, yeah. whether it's Brooks or. Or red, and it's just oh, it's so good. Spoilers, I guess, for no. like those of you who have you it. Cannot Sid, if you're listening alert. to this, just that's your problem. Get on it. How do you not watch Shawshank? It's on Netflix now. You have zero excuse. It is. I believe it's so. on there, but it's. Oh. I have it on my computer. I own it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it when it's on TV with commercials. It's like, of course, yeah, it's, it's one it's of those things that movie. you you just sit down and you experience at all times. So and it never gets old. No, it's timeless. It's not like one of those where you know what's happening and you're kind of like, eh, it's like, no, it's good. And there's yeah, there's still captivated. funny parts in the movie, like when they're stuck in the prison library. Yeah. And he's reading the Count of Monte Cristo instead of Cristo, and oh fuck, it's so funny. It's good. But Alexandre Damas, like it's just the way that he. Oh god, it's so funny. So funny. But like, yeah. So I'm teaching that, and my kids are so so far enjoying it. Good. And they're picking up on some stuff. And they're asking very pointed questions, and I'm just glossing over them because I don't want to, like... Spoil. Spoil for the people that haven't picked up on those things yet. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, but no, it's been really, really good. Why do we care about fucking Boston They're TV? just talking about what's happening in Boston, how Boston sports are so good right now. Um, you just hate everything, don't you? Mm-hmm. I'm also reading a book by an author named Jane Harper. I just had to look her up because I couldn't remember what this new book was called. Um, this is not what it's called. <laughs> I'm so fucking struggling. Um, 
I think it's called Force of Nature. I would need to double check. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's called Force of Nature. Is it about a hurricane that comes close to Nantucket? <laughs> no, it's it's set in Australia. Oh, which is a thing I didn't know until um, until I picked it up. But uh, I'm here. I'm just gonna read you this. Five women go on a hike out of the office on a team building exercise. Bree, Beth, Jill, and Lauren all come back late and with injuries. Alice, however, is not with them. Where is she, and what has happened? Aaron Falk has a special interest in Alice and has to find out what went on. And I was mm. like, oh, fuck. Cool. And I'm about, I don't know, a third of the way through? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, they're on this, like, team building whatever from some company, and the women and men, like, there was some kind of a competition, ultimately, and so they split them into, like, a women's team and a men's team, and the men finished the course, like, half an hour. There was, like, a time limit, and they finished, like, half an hour mm-hmm. left, and they were just waiting for the women to show up. And they didn't, and they didn't, and they didn't, and then, like, hours later, only yeah. four of them come, like, crawling out of the woods. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, what? It was, it's very Is it told in, like, flashbacks or, like, narratives? There's a little or? bit of flashback, mm-hmm. um, but then there's also, like, this Aaron Falk, he's, like, a, a federal police officer, whatever their federal oh, gotcha, force gotcha. is in Australia, and he knows this Alice who's gone missing, and so, like, she made two phone calls on her phone the night that she went missing or whatever happened, and the women aren't really saying much. Like, it's all very mysterious still. And one of the phone calls was, like, to 911 or whatever it is in Australia, and the other one was to him. And oh. at, like, 4.30 in the morning, and so he didn't answer because he was asleep. And he listened to her, the voicemail, and at first he thought it was just, like, dead air. And then he heard, like, a little um, Don't a voice, say whisper. a voice at the end that was just like muffled or whatever and it was just said and the only words he could make out were hurt her oh my god yeah and so but then of course the other cops were like well why the fuck is she calling you and, you know so there's all this stuff um so far so good i'm quite in, quite enjoying it okay well i'm gonna have to borrow that one too um because i got for my birthday reva gave me some gift cards to chapters oh that's nice which was nice um and there i also had a deal because you get 20 percent off your purchase if you have like an indigo card and they know when your birthday is so I like went in and I mathed it all out and I had to pay zero dollars for these two books because I got thirty bucks on the gift card. Yeah. And then I got twenty percent off. Nice. Yeah, it was good. That's brilliant. And the other books I haven't started yet. Free yeah. Books. yeah. So no, it was uh, so far so good on that one too. I read The Alienist. I think I told you about that. Because you watched it. I watched the show and then I watched like two episodes of the show and I was like, okay, I need to read this book. I did not realize that Daniel Bruhl was in The Alienist. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he's been in everything. Really he's like kind him. of also a one note sort of character, in most things I find. Kinda, I know what you mean. Right. He's kind of this like the upper class snotty. Yeah. Yeah, I really like him. I think he's interesting and compelling to watch. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, and I really like Luke Evans too. The weak link I thought was Dakota Fanning, in the show. Okay. But the book was really good, and I was so freaked out by the book that I couldn't sleep the night I finished it. Oh, it's a good sign. Because it was creepy. So, of course, what I did the next day was buy the second one. <laughs> and then not do any of my marketing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm I'm not finished that one so yet. So, what's the premise of, of The Alienist? Alienist was a, like, turn of the century. It's like 18-something-something. Um, term for a psychologist. Okay. Essentially, and what he's essentially a consulting detective with the police. Okay. And there's a killer out there that's mutilating, as they call them, boy whores. Oh. 
okay. across Brooklyn. All right. Yeah, it's very interesting. Cool. I'll and check it out. And the one of the main characters is Teddy Roosevelt. He's the commissioner of the police. Interesting. Yeah, it's it, I really liked the book. I think the show was really interesting. They did quite a few changes, but it it's like a solid narrative and it really keeps you guessing and it's freaking creepy. Um, but the book was cool too. The second book is really different because it the first one tells you the story through Luke Evans's perspective. Okay. Who's a a, a New York Times uh, he's a newspaper illustrator in the show, but he's a author or like a writer in the books. And they switch out of his narrative and tell it through Stevie, who's like this child chauffeur. And okay. it's, it's weird because he's just like not as smart as Luke Evans's character was or insightful, and he's not like investigating like Luke Evans was. It's just a weird perspective to tell the novel from but I'm not that far in yet but there I'd say watch this show this show's good yeah well I've, I've people at work have been talking about it and I've thought about it I watched another episode of the terror yes I saw the book at the bookstore fucking terrifying is it, it I is. don't know if I can handle it um oh I think you can just like watch it in the daytime and put the lights on and then mm. the windows open Oh, windows open. But, like, not on a cloudy day. Windows all, open? Well, like, curtains open. Oh, so gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but not no, like, like, curtains closed. It's <laughs> uh, not, like, on a cloudy day, because it's so very bleak. <laughs> like, it's because what it oh, sets in the wintertime, and it's, like, gray, and, yeah, it's really good. It's really well done. And aesthetically, it's actually quite beautiful. Where did they shoot? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Oh. But, like, it's just, it sets, like, in the Northwest Passage, and yeah, so yeah. it's just ice and gray skies. Oh, cool. And so every every color, in, whether it's a color or not, like, if it's, even if it's just black, it just stands in such stark contrast to the setting, mm-hmm. and it's really, really visually very stunning, uh, but it is terrifying. Oh, cool. Super cool. Also watched um, the most recent episode of New Girl, and they had a funeral for a cat. Oh. It was fucking awesome. Because at the beginning... Yeah, Winston's cat? Yeah. Because at the beginning of the episode, you have, there's this music playing, I can't remember what the, what the song was, and everyone's, like, all dressed in black and people are crying or whatever, and I was like, who the fuck died? Because mm-hmm. they're showing all the people. Like, they're showing, like, you know, Winston and, and, and Allie and Nick and Jess and Schmidt and Cece and Coach is there. Like, they're showing... Oh, Coach is there. Everybody. And I was like, who the fuck died? What's so sad? And I thought it was... Ferguson. I was like, oh my god, this show is incredible. It was really good. Did it, like, zoom into on a tiny box or something? No, 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 he's got like a grave. Oh. Because he, as Winston says, he Ferguson identified as Jewish, and so he's buried in, like, a Jewish cemetery. <laughs> so it's actually a year after he died. Because you unveil the, the headstone on, like, the one year anniversary of the oh. death. That's, like, a traditional thing. And so I this see. is it wasn't even like the recent death of this fucking cat it was a year on it was amazing and then Tig Notaro made a really great cameo at the end did she? oh it was just it was so good yeah it oh, was damn. really really good it was funny that's funny it's been this season it's only four episodes there's only four left but it's been like just perfect because they're just hitting all the notes and like closing out all the jokes oh good which is what it needed yeah just to like give it that one last like one last push it's so good it's so so funny yeah, I could not figure out who died. 
Cause like they're all there. It's a fucking cat. And I knew, and they they, they made reference to being like a male character. Mm-hmm. So I was like, who is Jesse's dad? No, because why would they still be in L.A.? Like it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was all these. And then I was like, goddamn fucking cat. <laughs> goddamn writing. Yeah, it was good. It was really funny. Do you have anything else that you are? Um, I just really like The Great Gatsby. That's really? It. I do. I wasn't sure. I can love that book. I wasn't sure if you liked it or not. You've never, you've never talked about it. It's so great. Um, are we ready for cues? We should be because we have lots. Also, I just like Riz Ahmed. Just support him. Okay. Okay. We have lots? Uh, well, I've got lots texted to me, so yes. Oh. I have lots of questions. Oh, There's okay. not very many. Um, so this is from Jess. This is a hard one. Oh boy. Are you ready? Yes. It's a, a fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> um, Cap from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Cap from Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Cap from Civil War. My response to Jess was, you fuck Infinity Cap every day and twice on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is, that is correct. You kill Winter Soldier Cap and you marry yes. Civil War Cap. Yes. Because Civil War Cap ha- is like has some convictions and yes. I thought the same thing. But also, it's just like, it's a great dilemma. It's just a really great dilemma. But apparently an easy one. Um, when she sent it, I was like, you motherfucker. Um, I have a question from Riva. She wants to know, which made me laugh. Um, it's only funny because today is May the 4th. She's like, what are you doing to celebrate May the 4th? And then in her answer back, says, I know what I'm doing. And what she's going to be doing is reading Star Wars fan fiction. <laughs> is what she's going to be doing. Um, I don't... I'm- I yelled at a kid for saying, may the, may the force be with you <laughs> today. I was like, that is not a thing. Shut up. And he was like, anyway, so. Which I find funny because you, like, loved Last Jedi. Oh, yeah, but that's just, no, it's dumb. I was just dumb. It's just a day. Um, our, our friend that does trivia with us, his name is Matt. Um, his birthday is tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is, of course, Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. But he calls it Cinco de Mato because... Of course he does. Of course he does. Because he's a narcissist. Which I think is also dumb. So it's not just the, the Star Wars day. Um, but I did see a friend of mine had like an R two D two hoodie, mm-hmm. for, and I was like, oh, yeah, I would totally buy one of those, just for, just for this. Also, what's the best patio for summer drinks in Edmonton? Um, I'm gonna say my parents' back deck because there's lots of beer in the fridge, and I don't have to deal with people that I don't know. Oh, best which is not patio. the answer that you wanted, I'm sure. No. The best one in Red Deer is the Earls. <laughs> There you go. Red Deer. Red Deer. Okay, we have a ton of questions from Amanda. She's on drugs. Um, <laughs> but she sent me questions before that she wrote down, before she was... She's a hero. ...on drugs. We've got lots here. Um, okay, we'll start with this, this bottom one. I think this one she might have written while she was on the drugs. Uh, she says, right now it looks like it's snowing pollen. <laughs> Which I understand those days. But she's yeah. like, what would you like it to snow? So if something could come from the sky. Oh, I'm just going to say, like, Chris Pines. Okay, that's a way better answer than what I had. Oh, that's incredible. But, like, I, what if, 
Christmas. It's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> what if it's just like all the Chris's without the Chris Pratt? Like all the Chris's that are on the list above Chris Pratt, including Adam Driver. <laughs> It's still one of your best fucking jokes. Right? <laughs> I feel like we need a new label for the good Chris's. Yeah. Because they're just, they are just like, a, I mean, okay, so I had The above stuff. average Chris's. They are the above average They are Chris's. the above average Chris's. And then Chris Pratt is below average. Um, yes. But like, somebody said that it's now, it's like, it's Hemsworth at the top forever. And I'm like, most of the time I would agree. But then other times I don't agree. <laughs> So, like, because there was a video or something on Instagram of him, like, he, like, made, like, a dinosaur cake for his daughter's birthday because... Yes, I did see that. He couldn't get one, and I was like, oh, my God. That's, I mean, that's great, but also it's like, God damn it. I know. Like, like what... Who, who are you? Who are you, and what can't you do? Yeah. I need... Yeah, anyway, so, the above average Chris's. Sure, I like it. Um, what else could it rain... I would like it to rain some fucking ballpoint pens to replace all the ones that my children have stolen over this year. I finally just today, like perfectly sharpened pencils would oh also God. be great. Just pencils that stay sharp all the time, not like mechanical pencils. Just like somehow there's magic in them, so they're just always sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, magic in them. I don't even. Care. I want it to rain not just pencils but magic pencils. Fuck off. <laughs> So today, I went to Staples yesterday, and I bought some more pens because we're, like, kind of out, and it's, like, close enough to the end of the year that, like, that's not a thing that anyone's yeah. going to order. So I went and bought some, I bought two things, so I bought 100 pens for 10 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Because you can get, like, just the tin, yeah. like, the, the can the of 50 thing. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I take the red ones out because no one ever uses red pens. And if someone has an assignment written in a red pen, I'll murder them. So there you go. But I said to my kids today, I was like, you'll notice there's pens again. But if you want to borrow one, you're giving me your phone or your wallet. Yeah, for sure. And they were like, uh, I was like, because I've given away approximately 300 pens this semester. Mm-hmm. And th- I bought those with my money. And they were like, oh. And then one kid, like, emptied out his backpack and there was, like, seven of my pens in his bag. And I was like, of oh, course there are. Surprise. Of course there are. He's like, do I still need to give you my wallet? And I was like, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> do you have more money than I do? Then yes. Um, how do we feel about Connor being the new Captain Canada? Also from Amanda. Well, I, since that all the label better, might be a curse. Uh, since all the better options are still in the playoffs. No, but it's like, say, yeah, it did that ever work out for Ryan Smith? Nope, sure didn't. No. Um, well, shall I? Like, I have nothing against Connor. No, I don't either. But Connor, you're yeah. fine. Um, FMK free agency. Mm-hmm. Oliver Ekman, Larson, Eric Carlson, John Tavares. For what? Just. In general. Like, to put on the Oilers? I guess. Or the team that you like. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. So I think we marry Eric Carlson. Over there in New Jersey. I think that's Yeah, because we need some deep. And then you, uh... <laughs> oh, God. And then I'm you, sorry. And then you fuck John Tavares, because they also need his assignment. And then you just kill all the Rickman Larson. Or leave him in the desert. Either or. Yes. Yeah. Which is worse than death. Uh, this is a really good FMK. It made me laugh. I've got a lot of good questions coming in hot from Larissa, Kay. by the way. Okay, we've got lots of time. <laughs> it's only like 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, perfect. So We're questions. under time for the first time ever. Um, FMK. This is good. And I feel like this is from last week's episode. Thanos. Peter Quill. Doctor Strange. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Who is that Amanda. From? Amanda! <laughs> 
Oh, God. I think, I think you have to. (sighs) This is what you have to do, Megan. Fucking hell. You have to kill Thanos. No, that's not what I'm going to do. That's not what I'm going to do. You're going to kill Doctor Strange. Okay. Unfortunately, you're going to fuck Peter Quill. And you're going to marry Thanos? (laughs) Yeah. Because he will, yeah, he'll take over the universe for you. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, I, well, I was gonna say that you have to fuck Peter Quill, because there's the implication at the beginning of the first Guardians mm-hmm. that he's, like, a bit of a womanizer. Yes. Like, remember, he, like, goes chasing whatever, and there's still that, like, alien in his bed, and he totally forgot that she was there. So 100%. I feel like he's got some, some skills. skills. Yes. Unless they're all one-night stands. But he's not, like, an uber-narcissist like Doctor Strange. Correct. He is a narcissist. Let's yes. not pretend. That yes. he's not. Rachel McAdams doesn't have great taste in men. Like movie men? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Discuss. Explain. No. <laughs> so are you saying okay, fine, I'll I will I will cop to that because <laughs> she's also been in a movie uh with um what's his face? Eric Bana. The Gingy that you love and Eric Bana. Donald Gleason, I so love Donald. I will agree, she does not have good movie taste in men. Damn it. Um, hoisted by my own <laughs> Okay. Um, I think low-key one of the great moments in Avengers was when Bucky picked Rocket up and swung him around as they tried to kill people. That was Yes, crazy. that was so good. Then Rocket tried to buy his gun and arm. Uh-huh. What would Rocket do with Bucky's arm? Literally none of the things running through my mind right now. <laughs> R-rated PG. <laughs> Is it like... that? That's just what I'm gonna leave it at. Okay. I'm gonna leave a lot unsaid today. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Rocket could leverage that purchase for like a better weapon. Oh, I see. That's all. Like trade up. Yeah, like the the red paper clip to the house kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then her other her question was: Now that you've had to process. Or had time to process everything that happened. Has your opinion changed? No, the movie's still fucking great. But I've thought a lot about it. And I do want to go watch it again. I do as well. And her last non-Avengers or hockey question. What is your favorite long drive? Like, you know, road trip you drive. Or like, what's your favorite? Um, I'm a big fan of driving from here to my auntie's farm. Mm -hmm. And I really like when we get to just outside Swift Current. At Saskatchewan Landing Provincial Park, where like the coolies open up, yeah, because it's just flat prairie, and then all of a sudden it's this like gorgeous lush valley, and you drive down through it across the bridge, kind of wind through the coolies a little bit, and then you're go- then you're out of it, and then it's like flat prairie again. Yeah. It's like this magical little oasis, and it's maybe, maybe my favorite spot in all of Canada. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. More than Cape Breton. Oh yeah. I feel like Owen Wilson. Um, <laughs> I was thinking you were sounding like Owen Wilson. Mine is Edmonton to Whitehorse for sure. That was amazing. Yeah. Truly. If I'm going on a short, like a short drive, I quite like the drive between like here and Jasper. Mm. Once you get kind of past Edson. Yeah. And up. And the elevation goes up a bit. When you hit that like peak at like the highest point in the pass or whatever, and then it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I also really like driving from Calgary to Banff. Yeah, for sure. That's a nice one too. And then on to Golden and like down that way is really, really nice. Yeah. Um yeah, it's after you cross the border into BC, I think. 
from that for like there's like the the tunnel once that's when you start hitting tunnels yeah. and stuff that's beautiful there to revelstoke oh, yeah gorgeous. god that's beautiful yeah, um, it's rude it's rude it is rude um okay i have a couple that you deduce from larissa okay so there's four and then i have a whole like list okay um so she says would you rather not be able to use your hands or not be able to walk It is. My gut instinct is walk. You'd rather like rather. I'd rather keep my hands and the ability to use my hands. I think me too. Than walk. Because I was thinking about if you didn't have your hands, um this is gonna sound really weird. Um I've seen like in, you know, whatever in documentaries and stuff, people who have mm-hmm. sort of profound like physical disability like that. And um the idea of like retraining yourself to do things yes and, like, it's the relearning it's not the relearning all the things it's the eating with your feet yeah couldn't do it oh yeah you have the thing i got the thing feet. i couldn't do it and i wouldn't want to subject other people to it either right yeah. no i think i'd have to be able to Me too. move my feet and i did spend two weeks in a wheelchair once so mm-hmm. so you're a pro well no it's just like I know how hard that was, but having no hands would be even harder. Uh, what is something that is really popular now, but in five years everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by? I'm going to go right ahead and say fidget spinners. Oh, shit. Yeah? Yeah. Crop tops? No, I'm just kidding. That's not going to go this time. Um, Big eyebrows. Maybe. Also... Um, after school today, there was a girl wearing, like, a Lycra tracksuit, kind of? Like, oh, they're it, back? Yeah, that. Cool. And maybe tearaway pants will eventually go out of style, but probably not. Never. Do you remember when tearaway pants were, like, a big thing when we were younger? Yeah. When and your fear like, was always that someone would tear them off you? Yeah. So you had to wear shorts underneath them? What a pain. Kids are the worst. Um, okay. What movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? Here's my idea. <laughs> okay. Prepare to be insulted. Did you say Fast and the Furious in the story of my goddamn house? It's Although worse. I would agree that that would also it's be worse. so much better. Schindler's List. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not gonna lie, I was gonna say Inglorious Bastards. Like, I loved Inglorious Bastards, but oh, I feel like there's a couple points in that film where, like, where they're sitting, like, in the tavern, if they just and fucking just broke out into for song. Someone? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God, that's like, great. Like, because, you know, because when he fucks up, right, when he counts to three instead of three, like, when he does the the, yeah. the fingers wrong for the counting, that would be an amazing time for them to, to just, just have break, a spotlight yeah, to just on him and then song. no one else yeah. moves. Oh, yeah, that'd be so good. Um, That was the. Yeah, that was my first thought, was mm. Inglorious Bastards. But, like... Mine was better than yours. We like a Jack Reacher movie. Like, any kind of, like, action movie would be just, like... I don't know if it'd be necessarily vastly improved, but it would be so fucking entertaining. Yeah. Made into a musical. What about, like, Snakes on a Plane? Yes. Taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson singing all of his dialogue instead of speaking it. <laughs> no, but in Snakes on the Plane, the snakes sing. <laughs> As... Or just snakes on the plane retold from the snake's perspective. Yeah, and they sing like Barry White. <laughs> Fuck. 
<sighs> oh dear lord. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, what is the sexiest and least sexy name? And she said, "Don't say Taylor." <laughs> sexiest and least sexy name, of course. Combo has to go to Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, I was thinking that just a bit funny on that. Generally speaking, like least sexy, Chad. Chad. Larry, a, Chad has Keith. a Chad has a lot of consonants. Yes, for the length of that name, mm-hmm. and because it starts with the ch, it just no. Yeah, but Chadwick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny to me that that's what he says. I don't no, know. I'm man. just trying to make you laugh. I don't know, Larissa. That's a hard question. I don't think about things like that. I like the name Cameron. Yeah. But I don't know if it's sexy. It's yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. What's a sexy name? I asked her. I don't know. Yeah, get some get some clarification on that. I don't know the answer to that question. Um It's not fucking Archie, that's for sure. Uh Brad is also one that's not <laughs> Brad. <laughs> no, it's just Brad Marchand was just on the TV. So oh, gotcha. that's where that came from. I love it. She said, don't say Taylor. <laughs> you know us well, my friend. Um, a few other would you rathers here. Okay. I love this one so much. I'm going to ask my husband it later. Would you rather have knives for fingers or penises for fingers? Knives. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but can you just imagine Edward Scissorhands but it's Edward Penis Hands? I feel like there's probably a porno with that name. And if not, come on, porn people. Why don't we make that porno? Megan? We could write it, and it'd take about four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't see, but she did write it in air quotes, and it was fucking amazing. Uh, Well, we wrote a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, as a one-word story. Speaking of, Tyler, Tyler. send us a topic for a one-word story, and we will do it. Damn. And it better be fucking Chadwick <laughs> Or Above Average Christmas. Or above, yeah, favorite. absolutely. Um, yeah, no, definitely Knives for Fingers. I'm just, I'm just gonna be a contrarian and penises for fingers. Because it's just... It'd be funny. It's so fucking funny. But, like, is it, like, Knives for Fingers all the time? Or are they just all, like, your fingers are just knives? Yes. And or penises? What? What? How well, else would it well, I don't know, but like, it? no, but I'm like, thinking, what do you want? Don't put your fingers in water and they'll turn to knives. Like, <laughs> well, no, but I'm thinking like, like you know, I was thinking about like Wolverine's claws, right? Um, was sort of the the thought that I had. Because in that case, definitely those. Okay. Hmm. Knives for claws with penises as fingers. Done deal. Then you don't have. Then you don't have to choose. And that sounds a- like a sex accident, Megan. <laughs> That's what that sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad people don't pay for this. Okay, Larissa got back to me. She said, unsexy Chandler. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. And she doesn't have one for sexy. Okay. Oh, my God. The Chandler is a very unsexy name. Sounds a lot like Chad. It's very reminiscent. Chandler also has an awful lot of consonants. Yeah, it does. For the number of syllables. Am I wrong about Chadwick? So here's the thing. I feel, I feel like 
I feel like because I'm, I'm now I'm thinking about Outlander and how she says Jamie's name when she's super horny, and, I and feel he like, says Claire. Yeah, that's good. But that's in the context. It's a horny context. But 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 that's what I'm saying. But then I feel like if his name instead of being Jamie was Chadwick, it wouldn't have quite the same the ring to it. You know. Because I feel like there has to be something in the sound of the name itself. Yeah. It has to have that phonetic, like, almost euphony to it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because Chandler does not. She said Ruby. Yeah, that makes sense. But she likes Ruby, whatever that chick is. Or, like, Jamie with, like, the long... I think you have the long vowel first and the the short vowel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kelsey... This one's fucking wild, Megan. Oh, I don't think I'm ready for it. I'm ready? ready for it? No. Would you rather have to stand up in the middle of every wedding ceremony you attend and scream, It should have been me! Or take the microphone during someone's respe- reception speech and cry about how alone you are? <laughs> I feel attacked right now, so thank you, Marissa. <laughs> thank you for that. Oh, so every wedding that I attend. Every wedding. Um, Or stand up. Do I only have to stand up one time in a reception and do that? Yes. Each one is, like, one time. No, but I mean, like, if okay, so I, if regardless, I'm going to a wedding, so I'm either yes. going to stand up and say it should have been me, yeah. or I'm going to steal the microphone and yes. talk about how alone I am. Yes. Oh, I'd rather do that. I'd just tell jokes. And people would know if in I was... In a self-deprecating way. Oh, yeah, people would know if I was joking or not. And then I'd get, like, blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would know. Yeah, and you'd just be, just the memory that they have. Actually, no, I, no, I would 100% do that because I don't care. But yes, I would much rather just take the microphone. And it would be more entertaining than whatever dumb speech anyone is giving anyone. True, I hate that part of weddings. Um, this one. Uh Uh-oh. Would you rather tell someone that their new baby is ugly or that their new spouse is ugly? Spouse. 100%. Because when a baby's Baby ugly, ugly, when a new baby is ugly, when a baby's cute, I say, oh, he's so cute, or she's so cute. And when they're not so cute, I'm like, you had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a nice... It's great. And it's it's all in the intonation. It is. Yeah. Ooh, this one's good, too. Would you rather have unlimited free therapy sessions forever, or a one-time, three-hour session with Oprah? I feel like the Oprah one would be more life-changing. I think so, too. But I would appreciate free therapy forever. I think the Oprah I think the Oprah one would be, like, yeah, I think it would be more life-changing. And maybe not, like, quite as long-term helpful, but I think it would be, you know. The look that Kelsey has on her face now has me terrified for whatever is next. I'm just trying to picture it. <laughs> would you rather have eyes the size of a baseball... Or eyes the size of a pea. <laughs> How fucking cute would that be, though? Both of them are so cute. No, if you had eyes the size of a pea, though, you would look like Haley Joel Osment. So. <laughs> fucking Haley Joel Osment on blast. Have you looked? Have you looked at him as an adult? Yeah. His, like, adult face. But I didn't think, oh, I'm so sorry, your eyes turned to peas. 
Well, it was just, I was just, like, thinking what that would do to your face, and I was like, it would look like you had a child's face on an adult's head. And then I thought of Haley Joel Osment, because it really looks like his face. He's it, like a Sharpay. Yeah, it, like, his face hasn't grown, but his head has grown. <laughs> oh, Haley Joel. Um, Let's go back to the, the, the penis fingers for a minute. Well, I've like, got another one that is a nightmare for you. Oh, okay. Would you rather have your feet look like a second pair of hands? Or your hands look like a second pair of feet. Oh, I'd rather have my feet look like a second pair of hands because then I would put socks on and it would be okay. <laughs> like Beast from X Men. Yeah, I would just put. Yeah. Ooh, this one's good. Because I feel like for both of us, it's real rough. Okay. <laughs> would you rather have all your Google searches or all your text messages be broadcasted to everyone? Google searches. A hundred percent Google searches. <laughs> like a hundred There's a reason that Riva knows the passcode for my phone. And it's to destroy it? Yeah. A hundred percent that is why. Um, yeah, we've had this conversation before that she is responsible for. Oh no, absolutely. Because the Google search, yeah, no, Google searches for sure. Because anything that I'm like that I don't want like Google to learn about me, I search for it on incognito anyway, so you can't find it. I always never trust that though. Well, I will tell you this: things that I have searched for on Google, not on incognito, show up on ads on other websites. So the stuff that I do search for on incognito doesn't. Okay, that's good. <laughs> oh shit! I got two good ones, and the last one is wow. All right. I don't know what it means. But wow. Okay, so second last one. And this is really going hard hard today, guys. Would you rather have your body found on a pile of sex toys or a pile of drugs? Drugs. Dep well, depends just fine who's finding the body. If it's my parents, drugs, hands down. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they would sex so terrible. They would firmly no no no. They would just firmly believe that like I was murdered and placed there. <laughs> it would that would be, <laughs> and that's much more likely, right? I just, I don't, oh my I, God. I need to spare my parents, like, the indignity of. Of sex toys. Yes. My parents are 70. I guess so. We went to see The Wolf of Wall Street together, the three yeah, of us. Yeah, that was a bad idea. So, I sat in between them, super awkward. It was fine. <laughs> Once we got through, like, him blowing the coke up the hooker's ass in second 30 of the movie, it was fine. I hated that movie so much. Anyway. Okay, Megan, ready? I don't think so. I don't even know what this means. What about you? What would you rather have? Sex toys or drugs? Oh, sex toys, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Say no to drugs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this episode started out so fucking boring, and it's just... No, it's gonna be great. It's tits now. Okay. The title of this episode is The One with the Hard R. <laughs> Would you Thanks, rather... <laughs> okay. Again, I still don't know what this means okay. based on how this is written, because it can go two ways, okay? Okay. Would you rather have sex with Megan Fox with a penis... Okay. Or Tom Hiddleston with a vagina. Now, <laughs> the two ways that this can go is 
Megan Fox has a penis. <laughs> that was just thinking syntax is real important in this it one. It is. Or Tom Hiddleston has a vagina. Or you have the right. penis with Megan Fox. And you have the vagina with Tom Hiddleston. Well, in that instance, I feel like for like efficiency's sake, Tom Hiddleston. Because then nobody needs to... There doesn't need to be any changing happening. Right? Right. Like your Mr. Potato Head. You <laughs> yeah. take mine. Yeah, no, I'll that doesn't yours. have to happen. It's just, you know, it's just straight up. Yeah. But Megan Fox, absolutely. Oh yeah, Tom Hiddleston's the worst. Yeah, if you have to if you have the chance on sex with Megan Fox, you have sex with Megan Fox. I think so too. And it doesn't matter how that has to happen. No. I don't think. Would you rather be an ugly genius or a hot moron? Well, since I have one of the sexiest names, just leaving out there for you people. Ugly genius or hot moron? Yeah. So, like... I feel like this could be a good segue into some incel talk. <laughs> but that might be too dark for what we're doing. Today. You know, we could do that and then cycle back into some other questions. We shouldn't. It's too depressing. Um, and it's terrible and I hate it. Because I was thinking like Hot Moron, I was thinking like Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. Yeah, that'd be good. That beautiful, beautiful idiot. Yep. Just so fucking stupid. The best part of that movie with him is when he like rubs his eyes through, through the, the open glasses. lens of the glasses. Yeah. Oh. Someone told me, aka I read it on the internet. But to be fair, I'd rather be a genius than a moron. Yes. But like a real genius, not like a Steve Simmons genius. Even though I'm already one of those. <laughs> no, you're not a Steve Simmons genius, because he said it to you sarcastically. Oh, right. So I want to be a real genius. You are a real genius. Sure I am. He's a fake genius. He's not even a fake... He's a, he's a fake sports writer. He's not even a real writer. Yes. I Fuck don't know you, what Steve I was Simmons. talking about. Never mind. Somebody told you something on the internet. Or you read something on the oh, internet. Oh, yes. That someone told you. Yes. <laughs> that Jess's glasses don't have lenses in them and New Girl. I believe that, yeah. They did, but I don't think they do anymore. Terrible. It's just part of their shtick. Um. Okay, so Mike <laughs> sent me a couple questions. Go ahead. And then we'll talk about the one that I texted you because that will involve some like chatter. Okay, gotcha. Because I think that's that'll be the next way to sort of end. Okay. We've done questions for like a solid half hour. Okay. What is the term for a guy who is the last boyfriend of a woman before she starts, before he starts dating, wait, what is the term for a guy who is the last boyfriend of a woman before she starts dating, um, other people, with Pacarinen and Slepishev fleeing from the NHL, or the Oilers, the hockey team version of that guy? So, like, you're, like, the one before yeah. Mr. Right, or whatever. Wasn't there, like, a Dane Cook movie about this? There might have been, but I choose to pretend Dane Cook doesn't exist, so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Mm. But, I don't know what the word is, but the Oilers are 100% oh, yeah. the hockey team version. Because, like, it's not just these guys. It's, like, the Andrew Coglianos of the world and, like, all yeah. these guys that have gone on to, like, better things. Jordan Eberle, Taylor Hall, Devin Dubnik. Yeah. Justin Schultz. Yeah. Two-time cup champion, Justin Schultz, to you. Like, all of those guys have gone Even on. Even Jeff Petrie. And they've gone on to, like, you know, they come back and play the Oilers and score hat-tricks. And, like, it's yeah. just, yeah. Classic. I think the Oilers are 100% that, the hockey version of that team. But <gasps> I don't know what the word is. What call it? Hmm. It's not like the, it's like the pre-bound. 
Because it's not the rebound. It's like... Oh, I like rebound. Right? It's like the one that comes before. Yeah. I like that a lot. You know what it's not? Hmm. DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You have the opportunity to kick one NHL player in the balls as hard as you can with no consequences. Who do you kick? Patrick Just... Kane, of course. Of course. Okay, so assuming that everyone's going to pick Patrick Kane, because that was oh. also my choice. Okay. Um, Who would you pick? Ratface McGee, there. Corey Perry? <laughs> <laughs> because if the answer's not Corey Perry and or Ryan Kessler, I don't know if I can know you anymore. I'd choose Brad Marchand. Yeah? Yeah. I like Brad Marchand. I, he's a pest. But it doesn't bother me because the others play them twice a year, right? Like, I don't, and it never bothered me. I just don't think he's very sportsman-like. Maybe not, but he's a very good hockey player. True. Corey Perry's a piece of shit. That's, yeah. If Corey Potter was still in the league, it would be Corey <laughs> For, like, no particular reason, right? No particular, okay. no particular face-stepping related reason. <laughs> in a warm-up. Jesus Christ, not that fucking team. Oh. Um, okay. Regarding the inevitable movie about the Vegas Golden Knights. Got it. Imagine some funny scenes about their first year. So, like, what's going to be in the movie? One example, during the Stars game, Vegas calls room service and has a plate of oysters brought to the bench to freak Jamie Benn out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, another scenario, the Knights kidnap Connor on his 21st birthday, which he did spend in Vegas. He did? Yeah. Hmm. Um, like cameo by Celine Dion. Yeah, that'd be super. That'd be good. How have they not had her to like sing the national anthem? Like, I know. Um, I also think that like pre game one, like pre like the first game of the season, I I think there needs to be a scene with like I was gonna say Bill Peters, but that's not the case. Um, Gerard Gallant mm-hmm. being like in a taxi cab. <laughs> getting drunk in a cab yeah because he doesn't have a car um no um there needs to be a scene kind of like the speech in any given sunday but like a lot less inspirational because it's just like this like ragtag bunch of misfits Mm -hmm. and then they go out and you know start like 11 and 2 or whatever they did um there needs to be like that that that's how it has to start this like yeah but what no the movie has to start with that reed duke kid playing soccer by himself like that's how it needs to start that was amazing is he even playing with them no he's in the farm (laughs) Which is fine. He's in their system, which is fine. Um, but that's how... So that has to start there. And then you cut to game one. Mm-hmm. And you have the coach. Whoever plays the coach. Oh, we have to have the firing of the Twitter dude. Oh, yeah. For sure. And that whole controversy about like, the yes. Nashville press box. That has to happen, yeah. Yes. All of that could be a film for crying out Oh, my God, yeah. It really could be. There's like speculation, because the Stanley Cup has a Twitter account. That it's as annoying as the old Vegas sort of account that maybe it's the same guy. <laughs> I don't think it is, but <laughs> um, I don't know, Mike. You gave us the best scene already with the oysters. Yeah, I don't so know how we can top that. We can't. It's not possible. No. So I was sent a question last week from a friend of mine. Yes, it's a good question. It is. I think we're gonna end this with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also looking at other things in these text messages, like golf Jenga. But anyway, that's a time for something um for a different so here he says um oh no he has two questions the first one which i didn't send to you rank the chips in the munchies mix what's in the munchies mix pretzels che- cheddar sun chips cheesies 
and something else. Doritos? Yes. Doritos at the top, okay. then pretzels, then whatever the fuck at the bottom. Throw it out, put it in the garbage. I don't fucking care about it. I'll pick around that shit every damn day. Sun chips? I was going to say pretzels top and then Doritos. And only because the pretzels, I like pretzels, that's my favorite. Just in general. Mm. But then they have a little bit of the cheese on them. Cheesy but they're pretzels. not too cheesy. I like them the Cheesy most. adjacent pretzels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of adjacents happening today. Weird. <laughs> but his question was a really interesting question, and he gave me some examples here. So, if there was a book of stats on your life, mm-hmm. encompassing everything you can think of, mm-hmm. what stats would you be most curious to look up? So some of the examples are, that he gave were like, how many steps you've taken, movies you watched, places you've spent the most time, kisses you've had, volume of blood you've lost, mm-hmm. words you've typed, miles driven, things like that. Immediately my two thoughts were, how much time spent on the toilet, <laughs> and the volume of excrement in which I've produced. <laughs> like, imme- like. <laughs> his ideas are so romantic and I was like I want to know how much time I've been on the toilet and how much I've pooped <laughs> how much shit have I done on the shitter yes. that's what I want to know oh man yeah how many like so you have the opportunity hours in the bathtub you have the opportunity to like you know look at your life from as statistical a perspective as possible yeah I want to know how many pounds of hair I've had cut off my head oh gross I don't know if I want to know that. I'm cu- I'm always curious because whenever I get a haircut, it's only like it's every five weeks, but there's just so much. I'm like, how does this happen? So I'd be curious to know. Yeah. Um. Ooh, nasty. No, I would like to I also know. Say that one. <laughs> I well, feel like we may have been thinking something along because I was like, nah, that doesn't need to be said. Is it about nails? Yeah. <laughs> um. I would like to know how many pieces of gum I've, I've swallowed because. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that happens almost every time I chew gum. I would like to know how many times I've, like, narrowly died. Oh, I had one yesterday. So Did you? Yeah, I almost, almost died on the hen day. It was awesome. Oh, my God. Um, I'd also like to know how many spiders I've killed. I'd like to know how many I've eaten. Oh, I don't want to know that at all. I just want to know the death rate, please. Thank you. Will the death rate include the ones that you've eaten, though? That's... Mm, but that's not a consensual death rate. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to go for that, um, but alright. Like, how many times I've lost my teeth in a ratio to brush my teeth? I'd like this to know. It's gonna be real incorrect. <laughs> I'd like to know how many times I've actually flossed my teeth. It's not very many. And like, I'm sure. for the length of time that I have been alive. Oh my god. I'm thinking like maybe 200. <laughs> yeah, I might be there. Like it's a robot. And that's including when I had Invisalign and braces when I absolutely had to, or else my teeth would like fucking fall out. Um, that's a good one, actually. I like it. Um, what else? What else would you like to know? Just, like, little things. Like, just if you're, like, walking somewhere and they're like, oh, cool shoes. And, like, someone complimented you, but you didn't know it. Okay. That might be nice. That would be a nice one to know. That would be nice to know. Um... 
I'd like to know. I would like to, but I wouldn't want to know this at the same time. Mm. I'd like to know, you know, how when you, like, think of someone in passing? Mm. Like, I wonder how. I would like to know how many times I've been thought of in passing, but then I don't really want to know, because what if that's, like, a real low number? Mm. But in passing could mean that it's low because people think of you in a more prominent way. Maybe. That's like the most positive I've been in like two weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like real fake. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it to be fake. Um, uh, it sounds like a Lifetime movie. Um, how many hours I've spent consuming like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings? I would like to know how many hours I've spent reading. Yeah. That would be a really interesting one. And then... And how many times have I actually watched Fast Five? I want to know the answer. And Shawshank. I want to know the answer to those questions. Mm. I'd like to know the ratio for, like, how much I've done something that's, like, sedentary versus exercise. <laughs> Just see. Just see. Um, I'm just looking at our Twitter right now just because. So, to sum up this evening on Twitter, a DJ not looking is bad. A hockey player looking is bad. Okay, Brad Marchand. Mm -hmm. And then Elliot Friedman also tweeted out, Lick City. I'm like, oh, dude. Okay, no. The word lick is now banished. You all <laughs> fucking ruined it. It's not allowed anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... What else would you like to know? I'd actually like to know how my carbon footprint has actually been changed since I stopped eating meat. Okay, like actual numbers mm -hmm. on things like that, sure. And like how close I've been to celebrities but not known it. Oh. That would be cool. I'd like to know how many ghosts I've encountered. No, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what if I was a ghost? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'd be like a little afraid by how well you like ate those mozzarella sticks, but hey, sure. There's a whatever. big pile of mess back here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's not related to my toilet question before. <laughs> I promise. Um That's just coming from someone who's lactose intolerant. I would okay. also like to know how many times I've said to myself, I'm just going to watch one more episode or oh, read one sure. more chapter and yeah. then it turns out to be like 19 hours later. Uh-huh. I'd like to know that. Or like I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> then, How much procrastination time? And then 17 tomorrows later. Fuck! <laughs> 17 tomorrows. That's how my life goes. Oh. Um, I feel like that could be 34 days. 17 tomorrows? Yeah. I'll do that tomorrow. Because you, you tomorrow. have the tomorrow, but then that becomes tomorrow's tomorrow. Yeah. So it's actually two days. Okay. Yeah. This doesn't make any fucking sense to me either. But um, I, said it and I had to back it up. That's a, it's just a really interesting question. Like, because there are things like, what wouldn't you want to know? What are some some stats that like you could you would just don't have any desire to ever find out? Times I've hurt people's feelings. Okay. Oh, one that I'd like to know is like kind of piggybacking on that there's times that like i've done something that has mattered to somebody yeah that i haven't known about absolutely absolutely that would be very cool to know and not like that it was even necessarily something that i was like intentionally doing just like yeah sometimes something that i've done that's like helped out 
mm-hmm. somehow, even in a small way. It's just been appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know how many hours I've spent singing, you know, pop music from 1995 to 2006. I would just like to know how many hours I've spent singing, mm-hmm. just in general. I'm sure it's a lot. Hmm. How many hours you spent laughing versus crying? Does it count as both if you do them both at the same time? It's always as laughing. If you if you if you laugh so hard you cry, it's just laughing. It's just laughing. It's just extreme laughing. Okay, that's fair. It's got very emotional. I, I would like to know how many times I've made a Jamie Ben joke. Because how many ha- times I've done that. <laughs> I was just going to say, please don't kill me for this. I was just going to say. Oh, no. They haven't all been on Twitter. Some of them were oral. Oh, <laughs> I was God, like, no, I can't Megan. Oh, But it's true. If they were no. just only on Twitter, I could easily, very easily count how many Jamie Ben jokes I've told. But I would like to know how many times I have also verbally made mm-hmm. a Jamie Ben joke. I wonder what Jamie Ben would do with that Tom Hiddleston question. What was it again? Megan Fox? With a penis. Or Tom, Tom Hiddleston with a vagina. <laughs> what if you switch it? He's probably... No, what if you switch it? Okay. Megan Fox with a vagina. Oh no, that wouldn't work because I just picked that. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I need to workshop this some more. Um, Come back to me in six weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, I also, I'm going to forget immediately. Yeah, you're, what, what, are you, what, what am I asking you about? <laughs> I also feel like I would like to know, yeah, I think you're right about things I wouldn't want to know, like the number of times I've hurt someone's feelings. Um, I would really be interested in knowing the number, but not the occasions of the number of times I've been lied to. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I, wow. I, just, just the number, like just I don't, the number. I feel like... Mm-hmm. You know, and I would like that maybe as a ratio versus the number of times I've been told the truth, mm-hmm. right? Just to, I think that'd be interesting. But Megan, what is truth? <laughs> I'm just trying to be as introspective uh, as possible. It's too late on a Friday night to have this conversation. What time is it? It's seven thirty. Oh. <laughs> um. Anything else that you'd want to know? Um, oh yeah, I had one. Fuck, Amanda, don't distract me. Mm. I've been a good one too. How many times you've made other people laugh? Yeah, that'd be a good one to know. Or how many times you've done something that changed someone's opinion about you? Now that's very broad. That could be positive or negative. Yeah. Would you want to know if it was a positive change or negative change? Yes. And I'd also want to know what those things are so that I could do them again. Um, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I'd like to know how many times I've said the word arm in my life. 
Hmm. Just, you know, or like other speech sticks. Yeah. Be interesting to know how many words are spoken. I'd like to know the range of my vocabulary. Yeah, like the actual... Like the maximum amount of words. Right. That'd be interesting. Um, it could be quite interesting. <laughs> it could be extremely interesting. <laughs> That's a really good question. Because the idea that, like... Because we talk about statistics a lot. Like, with sports, right? I was like, do we? <laughs> no, no, but just, like, not we, but, like... The broad. The, the colloquial we, right? We talk about statistics with sports as, like, this really problematic mm-hmm. way of quantifying things. But, like, I think if given the opportunity in your own life... Wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't you want to know certain things? Ooh. Ooh. No, that would just make me sad. What? The amount of money... No, fuck. I total total that you've I've made? ever had oh. or made. I don't... No. No, because the twenty-seven dollars in my bank account aren't gonna mm. reflect that. Um, but I just—it's just be interesting. Like, yeah, like if you had the opportunity, wouldn't you want to know? I'd like to know, like the amount of times. No, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Um. I would like to know how many times I'd like to know. I don't know if there's anything else I'd like to know. I'd like to know how many times Brad Marchand has licked someone while he's playing hockey. Just to say. Because televised isn't enough? We've only seen it, tw- We've only seen it twice. I'm sure there's more. Um, I don't know. I think just the idea of like cataloging that information would be kind of fun. I like how many photos I've taken. Mm-hmm. Myself. Um, I could count on a very limited number of appendages how many photos I've taken of myself. Those mm-hmm. are two very different questions. But yeah, I would like to know how many photos I've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to know how many papers you've had? No. How many pens you've used? No. How many Sharpie pens you've used? No. No, I don't want to know those things. That'll make me sad about my job. <laughs> There's still things about my job that I really love. Um, how many pieces of paper... You've consumed and how many trees you've killed? Uh, no. The trees are already dead when I started using the paper. I didn't think. <laughs> That's my rationale. <laughs> it's true. When the, the paper's yeah, in the box. Yeah, just you said it was amazing. The trees were already dead yeah. before I used them. Yeah. The, the paper is in the box. The trees What's are in dead. the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I don't want to know any of those, like, work-related things, I don't think. No. No, because I still like my job enough. To not want to know those things. Mm. I would like to know, um, <clears throat> when I used to teach swimming lessons, like I did that for 15 years, I'd like to know how many times I demonstrated, like, a particular thing, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, a, a dive, a front dive, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm sure it was... Hundreds. Billions. Like, yeah, it just, yeah. Because yeah. those things didn't take long to demonstrate, right? So, yeah. and you would do that, like three or four times. I'm just curious to know how long, how many times I would have done certain things. Or how many times I sang the fucking Hokey Pokey while I was teaching swimming lessons. Oh god, yeah. Because whenever I taught preschool, it was every class. Mm-hmm. Ten lessons, Hokey Pokey every day. Oh shit. Because I can sing this with the... Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't, things like that. Wouldn't you like to know, like, how many words you've written? Yeah. I think so. 
And I'd like to know the difference, like, total, words written and typed, but also, like, the breakdown mm-hmm. between them. Um, and, like, just how much stuff I've read. Mm-hmm. Like, words, but also, like, articles and books. Like, the volume. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be interesting. Um, how many songs I've listened to. Like, yeah, that would be incredible. How many movies I've watched. Yeah. I don't want to know how many episodes of television I've watched. I do. I mean, I do, but I don't. It's kind of like the work thing. Oh, I'll take it for sure. Um, how many potatoes I've eaten. Oh, God. Potatoes are the best. I'm sure I've consumed all of Ireland already. In uh, potato. I definitely have not had any potatoes since um, last week. Except for there was a few on Monday at lunch. I feel like they were. And your post potato? Yeah. Um, I'd like to know how many hockey games I've watched mm-hmm. and football games and stuff like Sports that. Sports games, yeah. yeah. I feel like th- knowing those numbers would make me sad again. <laughs> Just knowing how much time I've spent. But is time spent doing something that brings you pain, joy? <laughs> yes. Joy pain. pain. Joy, I think joy pain, yeah. Joy pain? Yeah, there's joy, but there's also just abject frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to know how many times it was right. Oh, yeah, that would be the first thing we should find out. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. I would also like if there was a way to quantify, not to quantify, to qualify how right you were about something. <laughs> Most right? Yeah. Adequately right? Yeah. Barely right. Barely right. <laughs> Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yes. only one incorrect. <laughs> but there's three scales for yes. correct. Yeah, and I would like to, so which was I most right about? And I would also like to know, like, did I predict being right about that thing? Okay. Okay. So we've got an oracle category. Yes, yes, that's what I'd like to know. Did I know? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Don't have to shout it at me. No. Jesus. Uh, so, okay. Do you have any more? No. Any, any more things? Any more things you really wouldn't want to know? Um. I would also be interested to know how many times I've lied. Mm. Like I don't make a habit of lying to people. I'm very much a like, you know, little white lies when necessary sort of thing. To like, like, oh, you had a baby instead of your baby. Like, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. lie by kind of omission, right? I but I don't make a habit of like lying to people unless I'm trying to surprise somebody or whatever. Then I will. Then you'll lie. But then that's into, like, good lies and bad lies. Yes, but I would like to know how many times I've lied. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I think so it started from the bottom, now we hear make it. Um, that is a really good question. How so, many things have I said no to? How many things have you said yes to? Exactly. I would bet you that... On average, with the the a ratio, I would say that my ratio of things I've said no to versus what I've said yes to is about three to one. I think mine's like five to one. Because I just don't do things. But I mostly just tell my husband with each of his ridiculous ideas, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> one of the one of the people at work, uh, he's planning a, a to have everyone from the English department over at his place in June, mm-hmm. first Friday in June. And I, he sent out an email and invited everybody, and I sent him one back, and I said, I'm going to tell you right now that I'm going to say I'm going to come, and I can almost guarantee you I won't be there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm by the time it rolls around, I'm going to not want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's not you. It's me. It's all me. Mm-hmm. So just accept that this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'd like to know how many times I've backed out of plans. Mm-hmm. 
It's a lot. Sorry, everybody. Like, a lot, a lot. Yeah. But we'll put the question to you. What kinds of yeah, stats? Yeah, what stats do you guys want for your life? Would you And what stats would you like buried? You just don't ever want to address. Because mm-hmm. I think there are some things that maybe you don't want to have to talk about. Or you don't need to know a number. Yeah. For some stuff. Or it would be, like, disturbing to know. Yeah. Be a little bit Which you might think would be your toilet stats. But I'm all into it. <laughs> I like the his notion of like how the volume of blood that you've lost, in general. Like doing what? I don't know. Like when you're a kid and you. Ooh, how many paper cuts you've had? Oh, how many hangnails? Mm. Like little shit like that. How many times you've stubbed your toe? Skinned your knee. Yeah. Burned yourself. <laughs> I have a couple. Yeah. I would like to know how many sunburns I've had. Mm. I'm gonna guess it's a lot because I don't know if you guys know this but I'm like pretty white (laughs) is that the subtitle of our podcast garbage fire podcast colon pretty white (laughs) I mean yes Um, so I think that's all we have for today that was a good question and we'd like to know what you think but that Tyler also send us a topic for a story yes Tyler why don't you listen every Monday at 7am he broke his uh he listened oh, yeah, early this right, week. right, because he was watching Avengers. Yeah, and he needed to, to, to process and Yeah. Yeah. Didn't send us, like, any DMs no. or anything, though. No. Guys, we just want to talk about Avengers all day. Come on. Much, pretty much. Um, yeah, so if you uh, want to listen, you can find us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Google Play. I think Tori Cruz just broke his ankle. Holy shit. Oh, no. Um, oh. No, that's not it. Um, that looked bad too. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Meg14. You can find Kelsey on Twitter at GarbageFirePod. Um, unless it's a question about questions. A tweet about questions. <laughs> and it's you always beat me to it. Um, we have an email address to GarbageFirePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a PayPal if you feel like you want to <laughs> help us get better. I don't know. Um, you can uh, do that. It's We have a pinned tweet on our Twitter. We also have a website, GarbageFirePodcast podcast yes dot com thanks tyler for the domain we also have our merch still. we do have our merch i didn't put the campaigns up again because they ended so i can do that again if okay. you're interested let me know um and at some point in time we're gonna have to record a book a book cast. or a movie or something yes because we got some dead time coming up in the next little while we do a few yeah a few so we'll be back next week but we won't be back the week after correct we won't be back for may long Unless we want to do on the Tuesday, because I'm back on the Monday night. Oh. And we're off on the Tuesday. We can maybe do the Tuesday. Yeah. Let's so do we'll, the Tuesday. Yeah, so that'll You'll be a little bit late. You'll have a lot to say. We will. <laughs> you will. Yes. The only thing I'll have done is watch the Royal Wedding and then marked for 48 hours straight, I'm guessing. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Yeah, huh? Although, you'll have done the marking and I won't, and then that week I'll be like, oh, fuck. No, guaranteed I won't have either. <laughs> We good. Um, so yeah, we, we will, we'll be back May long, and then in July, Kelsey's gone. I'm gone. So we're going to have to do another book, something or another. It's going to be Gatsby, just Because it will. Deal it's with it. great. We could split Gatsby into nine if we had to. Like Oh, I could talk for hours about chapter number one. Hours. Um, so we'll do that, and then, uh, yeah. 
That's it. That's all we got. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. Thank you.